setting. So let's just start from the beginning. I think nationalism brings us to a place where we question everything we once knew. You look at your life from a certain perspective and you have to begin to understand what is the composition of my life, what brought me to where I am now. Because if you don't, you would be deceived. I'm still waiting for the voice to be right, though. You'll be deceived to think that there would be something that you have in your hand that can make you what you need to be in life. It is not true. God is an expert in writing stories. That is what he intended to do with Adam. He wanted to write a story of dominion. So he starts this thing with Adam where he gives him what we call a mandate and what certain political parties, Pastor Jade, would call what? A manifesto. In this manifesto, God turns to Adam and says, be me. The number one hobby or employment of God is to see whether he can replicate himself. So God is not on a search for Kwame. God is on a search for man. You see, man is a replica of God. Not a replica, actually. Is a model, a type of God. You see, the reason why we can't use replica is because we can have an iPhone 13 and there can be a replica. It is the same, but it's not the same. It is created in the same image, but it is not the same. There is something inside of that person. There is something inside of that thing that isn't like God when you talk about replicas. But when you talk about model, it means that everything that was invested that makes God God was invested in man. So Kwame is man. But God comes looking for that God gene. The genetics, like um, S. Rose would say, the genetics of his genius inside of a Kwame. But in order for Kwame to be able to actually activate that genetic, that gene, in order for Dorothy to activate that gene, she's first of all going to have to come back to a state where words can undo and remote her from the beginning because you see, before the word finally got Doro, her parents got her. And they installed a counterculture on the inside of her that rewired that model. So for me, over the next few weeks, as we lead to 1M, as we put a target on the Valiant House, on the House of Pinnacle, on the financial capital, on the social capital, on the House of Unity, on all the, all the financial houses within the nation, before we put a target, we have to go back to what model is this? Because it is only from the genetics of that genius that a pastor Abba can truly live up to the name CEO of a fintech bank. 
You see, sometimes the name comes before the wiring. They named us pastors. But then what my life will be, it, was, it will be a daily discovery of what kind of pastor I am. So you see, if I went after the... Oh, president, we, we are with you. Where do you take the nation? Just remember, I need some people to take Minister of Finance, um, whatever, agri um, agri agricultural minister. You know, there's money in those. We need to siphon funds from Zimbabwe. So the kind of model that we will be is dependent on whether we can go back to look at this word. So now I'm looking and seeing what religion done to us as people. When we heard pastor, we heard pastor of so, so, and so church. Isn't that why we ran away from the titles? When they asked us to become a pastor, I remember trying to make Trendy become a pastor. You know what she said? Sir, I'm not ready. You know what that means? I'm still living my life. But you see why we would say we're not ready is because we're actually judging that word pastor against a model that we have seen. It is models that present certain titles to the world until a new model comes because we've come back to the place called the word. And that's why I said yesterday's service has to be the most powerful in nation history. Simply because you first of all detach yourself from a different order. You see, in the order called Christianity, a pastor has what they call a spiritual father. And whether, when I, while I believe in Godfatherism, because Abraham was a Godfather, Adam, the original Adam, was a Godfather. Even Jesus was a Godfather. Men who came after the ideology of another man. There are Godfathers, but not according to the order that we have met. So what we now need to do is first of all identify some things. If Abba is going to become the CEO of a fintech bank, truly, not by title, but by deed, then we're going to have to first of all locate the source that got her to become CEO in the first place. You see, because now you're holding a title in your hand, you can then forget that it is not the title that makes you. It is what you heard that got you to this position. Whatever you heard that got you to give all you had. Let me tell you again. What you heard got you to give all you had. It was not what you were holding or what you could get. So I hope you're ready for me this week. Complete rewiring or complete wiring. At the time when God met Abraham, it was a time in Abraham's life where he was completely sold out to following his father. To following the culture he had met. You see, for some of us, we love to mix cultures. You know, there's a bit of... Let me leave that. Let's go to Abraham. Let's start the word. So over the next few days, I'm just going to preach. I'm not preach. I'm going to teach. I'm going to teach. I'm going to teach. And I'm going to teach until the point that Lost City 
becomes low nation. Do you understand that? I do not doubt that what we're up against is massive. I don't doubt it. Pastor Abba, you're sharing a word every time you speak. You say, I am the CEO of the largest fintech bank. That's a word. That's not a, that's not just a by the way statement. But you see now, how do you become the person that subdued all other banks? It then takes you back to the place where God got creative. It takes you back to Eden, the garden, where God took nothing, dust, and made something out of it. He made a whole framework of man and he began to breathe into that structure. So the fintech bank can be the structure. But if you're going to become the owner of the largest fintech bank, it is because somebody breathed into it. There was understanding that began to, began to actually envelope your mind. And that can't be because you sit down at the, at the office desk in EY. It is going to be because somebody breathed on your mind and began, you see, breath, right? <laughs> breath can affect you, either positively or negatively. But we're not talking about the breath of man now. We're talking about what God did when he went to the dust. If man was going to know how to take over and subdue, remember the manifesto, it is because God went to the dust and he breathed on it. He breathed on dust and dust began to behave like God. I need you to hear me because what is man? Man was dust. To, from dust you came and to dust you return. So when God meets Abraham, he meets a dust. Are you still with me? Let's look at what he says when he meets Abraham. I, I'm, I'm stuck between a powerhouse and a powerhouse. So whoever, you're the leader, so you take the lead, however you want to do it. Now, the Lord said to Abraham, uh -huh. get out of your country, yeah. from your family, mm -hmm. and from your father's house. Okay. To a land that I will show you. Mm -hmm. I will make you a great nation. Yeah. I will bless you and make your name great. So the first form of breath that came to Abraham was an instruction. The instruction to Abraham was get out. Get out of the culture that you have known. You know, inside of us, no matter how much we want to... Look, I've been in the nation for years. But you see, experiencing millions, just more millions, right? You see the one fear that you will see that grips you when you experience millions is the fear of going back to zero. Can I talk for real with you tonight? You know why that fear will grip you? It's because you know the place called zero. I don't think the Bill Gates' son has a fear of going back to zero. He doesn't know where that is. Are you hearing me today? So I'm going to speak to you on this level so that you can understand what God was saying to Abraham when he told him to get out. There are certain, place that you, certain places and certain states that you know right now that God is trying to tell you to get out of. You know your salary as a safety zone. And the reason why you know it as a safety zone is because where you come from. You know your salary won't be what you used to venture. It won't be what you used to nation build. It will be what you used to maintain. That is as a result of where you are coming from. God says, get out. 
So one of the things that God had to do when he made me a multi-millionaire through the nation is he had to now begin to deal with the places where I came from that taught me about money making. I hope you know you've been wired a certain way. Um, even when you make money, this is what you're supposed to do with it. You never got taught it. It was installed in you by the fear of your parents or of your culture. So when you make money, the first thing you're supposed to do is set up something for yourself. Set up something you can hold. It is God that blesses us through what we hear. But our culture wants to teach us what we should hold. So I now began to see in my own journey, and I have to be very, very open and honest with you, that the minute God begins to prosper, man, your culture begins to speak in a loud voice. The things that brought you to 31 years old, that's how old I am. Or the things that, how old are you? The things that brought you to 27, they are silent until they have a reason to speak. The things that bring you to whatever ages you are, are silent until you begin to dare to step onto the waters. I remember an instant where Peter was stuck in a boat and Jesus was walking on certain waters. I say certain waters tonight because it was only it wasn't only one that once that Jesus walked on the water. Jesus was walking on certain waters and Peter wanted to attempt to walk on the same waters. And he said to Jesus, "If you if it is you, bid me to come." I might have to take a diversion there real quick. "If it is you, bid me to come." And Jesus said what to him? "Come." In the time when he came, a wind blew and, G and Peter knew what wind was according to his culture. It, at the point when wind came, it did not matter that he was walking on water already because wind had a definition in his culture. And it's, it, if wind blows, it is supposed to push you off balance. But Peter, you forgot something. You, naturally, you're not meant to walk on water in the first place. So I can see myself or Pastor Kunle treading the impossible and the first thing that happens to us is wind blows. And when we tread that impossible, we now think this wind has come to blow us down. My guy, the problem is you are not the one that made you tread the impossible in the first place. A lost city is a situation of overcoming impossible odds. So the minute you try to handle it with your hands, you're going to interfere with what God was trying to raise simply because you could not have made the impossible happen yourself. Jesus had bid you to walk on the water other men cannot walk on. Are you ready for me? Go for it. Matthew 14 from verse 25. Yes, look at it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. Uh -huh. When the disciples saw him yeah. walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. Yeah. But Jesus immediately said to them, yeah. take courage, it is I. Uh -huh. Don't be afraid. Someone say to your neighbor, take courage. I'm coming to why you need to take courage. Let me tell you, the minute you get comfortable, you will invite other cultures in. The minute you have a safety net, the minute you found, you know, we're hungry, we're, 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 we seek God. And I'm not talking about prayer now, I'm talking about the fervency of trying to decode the word, trying to decode nationalism. We do those things until we found our comfort place. Then we invite all other cultures to come and participate in our glory with us. 
Isn't that what happened to Solomon? But to take courage is to continue in this culture. He said, take courage, don't be afraid, yes? Lord, if it's you, uh -huh. Peter replied. Peter's always quick to talk though, but go for it. Lord, if it's you, uh, Peter replied, yeah. tell me to come to you on the water. He said, tell me to defy what is impossible. Tell me to come to you on the water. It is so funny that most, most of Jesus' servants, the, the real called out one, must come to him on the waters. Place where other men cannot tread. If we're going to be policy makers in this land, we're not going to take the root of land. We're going to take the roots of the waters. I need you to hear me tonight because it was in 2015 or 16 where God had to turn to our man, the leader of this nation and say to him, come, let me show you deeper waters. Let me show you where to tread that other men have not tread. Where other beings have not tread, let me show you waters. If we're going to raise a million in a month or in a, in a minute or in six minutes or ten minutes, let me show you deeper waters. Let me show you where other men have not been able to hear my voice. Let me show you where other men have not been able to hear me saying, come. Because it's going to have to be Jesus to tell us to come in order for us to see certain financial realms. It's going to have to be, and I don't want you to get mixed, this mixed up for a moment. We're not just a money-making machine. We tread in impossible situations. We fight impossible wars. You see, because if a shammer is somebody that we're going to mention as a man whose sword got stuck to his hand, then I must be able to mention a Pastor Kunle as a man whose sword got stuck to his hand. I want to see a modern day sword and that is in the form of fighting financial wars, extracting finances from where people thought finances were not extractable from. He said, come. Tell me to come to you on where? On the water. On the water. Not by boat. Not by the normal transportation vehicles that man brings. I'm going to come to you on the waters with a vehicle that seems impossible to travel on water with. If I'm going to look at an everyday fit or an everyday cosmetics, how does one begin to use that as a transportation vehicle? It is going to be because she knows that she is not walking according to the boat that other people have been provided. She is walking according to the the transportation vehicle provided to her, she knows in her hand is only a transportation vehicle. She knows that God is just bidding to her to come onto this water. As a anyway, let me continue. Go for it. Tell me to come to you on the water. That's right. Come, he said. Uh -huh. Then Peter got down out of the boat, uh -huh. walked on the water, and came toward he Jesus. He got down out of the vehicle that other people use. You see, if Jade is going to go into politics for real, she's first of all going to have to establish that my vehicle will not be the same. So you see, God then puts her in charge of a charity to say that this is going to be a vehicle I hand you for the moment. Come down out of the boat. You see, some of the best politicians, they went to the best schools. They went to the best schools in the UK, the Eton Colleges of this world. The Oxford Universities, the Cambridges, then they put in their resume into the parliament so that they can begin to shadow an MP or a, or a councillor. But you see, your own vehicle will be to come down from the boat 
And that's why sometimes the advice of normal politicians will not work for you. Because those politicians use a different boat. Your ability to mobilize finances for a nation will come from your seed. I hope you know there is a mystery in giving. The giving of this nation, the mystery of nation building is being able to mobilize finances from your seed. You know how to mobilize for a nation because you were once given a given target. So if you don't belong to a house, either in the Connect family or in the families in general, then I wonder how you'll be able to learn how to mobilize finances in the time when there seems to have been nothing. If Pastor Faith is going to become the leader of a nation, one of the first resumes she will give is that I mobilize XXX for the house of nations. That's her resume. What's the resume of a Pastor Abba? I walked to work. We don't know how long the walk was. Because I had to nation build. So can I announce something to you tonight? Customary to what the previous church taught you. You see your seed, right? It's nation building. You can't, you can't keep asking from the nation. And you don't have anything in the nation. Can I say that again? You can't keep asking from the nation. And you don't have anything in the nation. You know how nations work, right? Why do you get reliefs from government? Because you contribute to their economy. I don't care if you're working for Tesco. I wanted to say there's nothing wrong with working for Tesco. But that would be me being a political leader. So I'll leave that to Pastor Jade. But even if you work in Tesco, what they would do is that they will tax you at the end of every month. That quota is what you are given to building the nation. Listen, whether you like or not, you're building this nation. Come to some of you that are giving God glory when you get the dream job you are asking for. You see, you see I, was re <laughs> I went to uni. I studied. I graduated with first class. First class, first class. You've now got the dream job. They said they're going to be paying you 100K. You know what you're giving to the government, right? How much are you giving to the government? 45K. You and the government will be sharing your salary. You mean you're going to live in this nation for free? You can't live in this nation, this UK. You think you're living here for free? All you people that think you're doing secret business now, doing cash trade, you think they don't see you? <laughs> when you get a knock on your door one day, you know sometimes, you know how our businesses go. Just surprisingly, I just get a letter. Just, you owe this much VAT. I said, when did you see my bank statements that you know I owe this much VAT? I got a letter like that the other day. It was Sandra's mom that sent it to me, by the way. <laughs> said, the total amount of VAT that you are owing is too something. Just sat back. I just thought, is this company even VAT registered? On every purchase you make, there's a value-added tax. 
These are countries that people fight so hard to get the dream job. And you see, the, the country is also employing you and pushing you and encouraging you to go get your dream job. You know why? So that they can take their dream tax. <laughs> so that they can take their dream tax. Okay. Why do you think they promote employment so much? You think they employ employment because they care about your future? Care about what you become? They, employ, they promote employment so that more tax is paid. You invite the big company in nation building. You invite the best companies in so that what happens, they employ. When they employ, you tax those who they've employed. I don't know if any of you have read Wealth of Nation. The first thing it says on the Wealth of Nation is that a, a nation is built by its labor force. I have to break this down for you, Pastor Jade. A nation is built by its labor force. So imagine we are already against the odds. So when I say to you and I turn to you and say, you, what you give is not seed, it's a nation building. You have to rewire your mind. It's, if I don't have what my own quota to build this nation by, the, by a certain time, then unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know however you see it, I'm now just becoming a citizen that is now living in a nation for free. And nobody that actually wants to contribute to a nation, nobody that actually wants to be a part of a nation-building society will actually want to live in a nation for free. They don't have to be chased for their tax because they have allegiance to the leader of that nation. Do you understand that? So now when we teach about giving, we teach it according to nation-building because I don't want you to get it wide of, about tithe and offering. Tithe and offering is for churches. Nation buildings are for nationals. So when I come with my one million at the end of the month or at every week, it is me just saying that this is what I contribute to the success of my nation. I am a patriot. I want this nation to be built. And guess what? I, even if I don't want this nation to be built, no, not even if I don't want it, even if everybody else doesn't want I believe in the constitution. I want this constitution to reign supreme over every other constitution. So what is the constitution of this nation? The word. That's why I'm telling you tonight, we have to revisit. So that's why I'm saying, if you're ready for me this week, I want to revisit our constitution. Just so that you know that there are people that we're harboring as friends at the moment that are truly our enemies. Because nobody is a friend to somebody that is against your constitution. If you cannot be subjected to our ideology, then we cannot be friends. I can hold you in my side for a while, but I'm coming to take over everything you know. If you're a friend to me, it's because I want your system for my nation. You know, when we first started the nation building, right? Everybody looked like they were better than us. I'm just speaking. PT would always say, you guys don't understand how powerful you are. You know, people will chase people. I, um, Dora was saying it on the Wealth Nation podcast. I remember sitting down with her. She said to me, I remember this story so well. She said, sir, I've got an interview for so-and-so Magic Circle law firm. Circle Magic, Magic Circle. So the, you know these things look so big when you're growing. Then you get there and you realize it's like, this is modern day slavery. Sometimes I watch Doro's snaps, you know. You're my peoples, so I have to watch them. I 
just see her at 2 a.m. in the office. I'm just saying, wow. But if I was to call 2 a.m. prayer now, <laughs> long, long. You see, just, you see it? Pastor Sam, leave this thing. But I remember sitting down with her. And, and you know, we have our talks. And I say to her, look, I'm not impressed by whatever company this is. Because I know her. I know this is just a stepping stone for her becoming a national advocate. But let me finish the story. So she sits down. She says, sir, I'm going to interview for so-and-so Magic Circle Law Firm. Said, even this is what people dream of. People at university right now dreaming to be in the position that Doro is in now. Suffering. <laughs> yeah, now you're dreaming to suffer. <laughs> when they heard Pastor Abu's story, big girl, Goldman Sachs, paid her peanuts, by the way. Goldman Sachs, six years, loyal, and then you even put senior global analyst. You know what that means? Senior admin. All, when I look at Pastor Abba's laptop, all I saw was Excel sheet. I said, is this what a global analyst does? Analyzes Excel. <laughs> you know, I'm, over the next few days, I'll just be firing shots at Goldman. I'm sorry. But then Doro comes to me and says, Sir, but all these guys that I'm coming up against in the interview are from Oxford. They're from the best universities. And I sincerely meant it when I said to her that you're better than all of them. You know why? Because there's a day where you made one care and you gave it. And you had to survive. Do you know what that does to you? No, you guys don't know what that does to you. There was a day when you had money and then you didn't have it. Your training will be different. Your creativity in your mind will be different. You're a nation builder. There was a day when you had no money and we gave weekly. And you looked for money weekly. Do you know what that does to you? Do you know what that, kind, that frames you into? The people that went to Oxford, they went to go and do examinations. Your life was a constant test. They were hand, your leaders were handing out tests and targets to you on a daily basis. You're trained differently. There are things that stress people that don't stress you. If you go to your workplace, you'll see the kind of conversations they have. What they're stressed about. Molly is not talking to me anymore. I hope nobody's called Molly, yo. Molly is not talking to me anymore. You're thinking if I slap you said Molly is not talking to me. If I slap you now, do you know what has happened this week? <laughs> so I'm looking at a group of nation builders. When I come out and I say, look, each house will have a 50k target. You go back to your house and you actually begin to alert them to those figures. And you have two weeks to come up with 50k. And you're consistently conversating over that kind of money. No, it's not money, but you know what I mean. Over your target. Do you know what's happening to you? 
Do you know that your mind is being stressed to walk on waters that you have never walked on before? And those guys, those silly guys that went to those silly universities were not trained in that avenue. If I tell a Jade to go and run a company at the age of 22 and tell her that go and run a charity that has over 250 young ladies and you're going to have to find where the salary is going to come from. Do you know where it starts from? Her giving, her mobilization. She's trained and equipped to actually deal with those kind of situations. So why am I not afraid if Doro goes into an interview? Because her mind has been unlocked in a way that others cannot be unlocked. What is the blessing? The blessing is for your mind to be stretched to be able to walk on waters. There are waters you've walked on that they don't even know exist. This is the best nation. Imagine being Sorry, I'm going to use this word. Imagine being poor to make money to become poor again. That's the only reason you look for money. Poor is a strong word, but I'll use it just to drive home the emphasis. I need to understand, I need you to understand the kind of men and women you are. I need to understand what I need you to understand what makes you a national. Turned to trendy the other day. I said, I'm tired of this cosmetics. I need what are you, like, I need you to make X, Y, Z amount. In the space of one week, a new business pops up. That's not a normal person. And not just pops up, makes 1K in one hour. It's not about teaching you how to look for money. I don't need to teach you how to look for money. I need to speak a word. I need, as your leader, I need to be in a position to clearly speak the word to the policy makers, to the politicians, to the CEOs of fintech banks. So I can't, if I look at Pastor Abba and make her a leader of family capital so that she understands human behavior, so that she can learn how to lead a bank, not so that she can then become the pastor or mother of good children, you know, and you say, oh, this is the mother of um, family capital. If they turn you into mother, you are pissed. Mom, 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 mom. Not your mom. Your general. I'm the one that comes to throw you into a ditch and tells you, yeah, climb out, man. So I look at all the soldiers around and I say to myself, okay. Every house. I want houses to become household names. I was supposed to read the scripture, right? I was reading the scripture also. Peter, let's go. Five, move on. Verse 29. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But you, see, you see what we're saying? First of all is, he walked on the water. I think the first thing is, oh, the miracle of Peter walking on the water. Let's actually break this systematically, break this down systematically. He walked on impossible situations because it's, it's impossible to walk on water. Jesus called him into impossible avenues. And that's why I'm saying to you, if what you are looking at is not your avenue of what God is trying to call you to, it is just a by the way. 
So he said, and came toward Jesus, yeah. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out. Listen, can you see wind? Have you ever seen wind before? He said, when he saw the wind, you know that when you feel something, when you experience something, it is like you have seen it. But what you have seen is an interpretation of what you are feeling. Are you hearing me tonight? I don't know if you've ever been broke before and you saw your poverty. It made you withhold. I, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the mountain that you need to try and conquer before. And you, you just felt the, the weight of what you're trying to achieve grip you. It grips you so much that you see your failure ahead of you. These are the things that happen to people. They feel and then what happens is their mind creates an image of failure for them. But as a national, what happens to us is we, don't, we do fear but we will face. I need you to hear with me tonight. We do fear but we will face. There is nothing that is needed in the all my days. I don't know. There's something that just ministers to me constantly that what you need to be at your best is danger. Heard me. What you need to be at your best is to constantly be in the face of danger. That is what war is. So what did God, what did it take for God to be at his best? War to break out in heaven. I don't think you're hearing what I'm saying to you today. The constant fear that, you know, some of you may have a constant fear that you may die in this shape until you overcome that fear and face it. Until you say, even if I die in the shape that I'm in now, I'm good then you will see what begins to happen to you. Number one, you will treat your relationships right. You will not be envious of that person or that girl or that brother or that sister because you know that whatever is my fate, I accept it. I face my fate. I don't know why I'm speaking in this line tonight, but it's to help somebody. I know that the best shape I'm in is the shape when there's danger always around me. If, if I'm safe, <laughs> Go for it. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. Yeah. And beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. He was beginning to what? Sink. sink. Are you hearing me tonight though? He saw the wind. But he never saw the wind. He saw his interpretation of what the wind can do to him. And seeing that, he became what? afraid and began to sink so sinking comes from interpretations of things in your mind so what I notice is when things begin to sink you need to go back you need to stop you need to pause you need to realize that something is interfering with what the word was creating in your mind you know there's a time when people can see their bank account and that becomes, that looks like the safe haven, but it becomes the wind that makes them afraid because when they see the bank account, if it reduces by a minimum, they, they would then begin to get afraid that they can't make what makes it what, what they made before. But I'm saying to you that that is not what made us. That's not what made it Pastor Kunle. That's not what made it Pastor Kwame or Minister Nathaniel. What makes us is not the wind, it's the word. 
The reason why we were walking on waters is because Jesus told us to come. That word called come made us walk. It wasn't, we didn't walk because we wanted to. We walked because the word told us to walk. Abba is not a CEO because she wants to be a COO. She's a CEO because she, the word told her to be. She never asked for what she has. She heard and she responded. And then the word brought something to her. You want to read something? Read. Voice, sir. Mm -hmm. But when he remembered how uh -huh. strong the wind was, yeah. his courage caught in his throat uh -huh. and he began to sink. His courage caught in his throat, caught in the place where he was supposed to continue talking from when the wind came. When the thing that looks like it can shake you comes, you're supposed to speak. What are you supposed to speak? You're supposed to speak what a national speaks. When you see, I know, and I was teaching some of the guys this, just yesterday night, I was telling them that the word I spoke in the 31 days word is that an E, being able to bless you abundantly, you always having, to be able to complete every good work, meaning that we'll, there will be no day in when we lack. If you see the 31 days, I said there will be a time that comes where we'll have money to complete every assignment. That's what we're walking on right now. So I was saying that the training of walking on this water for Doro is... This month, I want you to raise 5K. What, do, what can law teach you? You're just going to carry out paperwork for another organization. Because those who walked on the waters in that organization, you won't touch them. Except, except, there is a water that you're walking on. So now, imagine being a trainee in an organization, right? But the organization has to send an email to you to tell you that they want to work with you. Where does that happen? As in you're a trainee in that organization, you know. Meaning that you're fighting for contract. They said, oh, we, um, by the way, I know you are a trainee, but we want to use your services. Waters. But you can't walk on this water and allow culture Culture will set in. People are so cultured, man. You know the older you get. Sorry, I have these things. It's gonna, this is so random. The older people get, the more their face becomes characterized. This is a nice way of putting it. You know, the features of the features of that person really become strong. You say, ah. This is the goodness, you know. And just look at it and say, if you don't interfere with this thinking, you know, this person will become like this auntie that you saw in church growing up. It happens all the time. It naturally plays itself out. You know why? PT said it a few weeks ago. You see, no matter how much a 27-year-old Pastor Kwame is sitting down, is the combination of many generations. This is not Kwame with his own ideology. There's an ideology that has ruled our community for a time that he's picked up. So I was saying on the Connect chat, you can say, oh, he's not from the end. I said, listen, Causden is the ends. And then the ends that you went to private school in is Sandylands. Do you know Sandylands? Deep Croydon. 
There's no private school in Croydon. Don't let them deceive you. We all got on the same bus together. Did we not? I remember slapping some of those Trinity boys on the way to school. Hey, Malex. Confirmed. They'll be there with their new phones. You just grab it. Why, you know, there used to be a sin to sit on the top, you know, the, the top bunk, or whatever they call that thing, top floor of the bus. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> top deck. Top deck. <laughs> I forgot. It's been a long time. <laughs> top, top deck of the bus. Are you sure it's top? Double okay, double deck of bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Top deck. It used to be a scene. You, the rowdy boys would start getting on from, from um, Lebanon Road onwards. We're on the bus. You, you've jumped on 119 from, from Causden or 64. Sorry, if you're not from Croydon, you don't understand this. But the Croydonites will understand. So you jumped on um, 119 or 64 from back, back. Things are calm. You've got your, either your headphones or whatever in. Everything's calm. You start getting to East Croydon. A few black boys jump on. Cool, you're fine. Those that got on earliest, they're at the bottom. They're safe because no black boy sits at the bottom of the bus. Then, then more, more. By the time you reach Sandylands, just the wave. That's where I got on as well. Wave, wave of black boys get on the bus, come to the top. If we catch private school boy at the top of the bus, with you know, because it's it's like you're the nerd because you've got a nice blazer on, your tie is done. Da -da -da -da. By the time you get off that bus, let's see if your tie is done. Tie will not be done. It's your tie will be on your head. I say, don't take it off, you know. I'm watching you. And then we'll be looking out the window while they're getting off the bus. Don't, don't remove it. So many things happened at that top deck of the bus, man. There was a time a fight broke out. I remember we broke the window and I was hanging out of the window. Fighting, you know. And, you know, at that point, it never occurred to me that I could probably die right now, you know. Chai! The window, we've, I don't know what kind of madness we got into. I didn't even know the guys we got a madness into. I think they just got on the bus. Sometimes guys used to come down to the school, start up all kind of trouble with Emmanuel them, you know. And then we used to get up. Pastor Krima would have been around that time as well. And I remember getting, getting on the bus and someone would be like, where you from, bro? I think me. <laughs> Where am I from? <laughs> I said, from nowhere. Where are you from? And then I just remember all kind of things happening. I'm hanging outside, but grappling. I'm grappling. I'm hanging out of the bus like this, looking at the cars on the on the on, on the motorway. There's that little roundabout by um, Trinity. You're there looking out at the cars that I've managed to spin the situation around. God was God was really with me, you know. <laughs> Thank God. <sighs> How we made it to 30, we don't know. But why am I saying all of these things? Why am I talking in this manner? Simply because I want to tell you something tonight. There are cultures that mix. The minute somebody tastes a little bit of what God is trying to do, what happens is they bring all their cultures 
and allow them to sit at the table. But there's a water that you walk on that culture cannot be accepted. It's only going to be you and what you hear. So Abraham hears from the beginning, get out. So now we can go to that scripture. I hope you've got time for me today because I told you I'm coming for you this week. We're going to speak our way into multi-millions as houses. House, millionaire households. The Valiant House, a millionaire household. The Pinnacle House, a millionaire household. The Financial Capital, a millionaire household. House of Nations, millionaire household. For this level, by the way, I'm not saying that's where you bank. But we're going to word our way there. I'm going to word until I see Aka become a millionaire by 25. That's what we need to do. What is it about a young girl from Peckham? Let's be real. Nothing. You don't have that. We don't have that kind of brilliance. But there's clearly something that is a DNA on the inside of us that is different from the DNA of normal people. And that is what is causing the shape and the turning. I've watched Akka. I'm sorry, I have to say this now. I've watched Akka at 20 years old successfully sold 3K plus every month. That then begins to tell me that this is not normal. You know why it's not normal? If a 20-year-old makes 3K, it's IB for you, go. Forget story. What? You think I'm in this country? Just small 3K. You, uh, and it's not going to be 3K because that's what you give. But you make 3K a month. It's, it's, it's holiday. At least four or five holidays a year. Book your ticket. But it's not that. Something is wired on the inside of them. And even if it was just that, then to be a soul winner of 10, 20 souls plus at a service, for me, that tells me that something is working on the inside to produce a result. Results speak what the word cannot speak to a generation. So when they look at her life, they look at what she has become. Even the idea that came to do something as simple as twists or whatever you call it. It is, it is word. It is word that frames together a life. And that's what happens to people when they, when they think that they can use culture to continue business. That what happens is they stop at a level. But the word, you can't mentor somebody, somebody that the word is mentoring. I hope you know that. It's difficult unless you're a word man. Because word continues to wire people in a different direction. Their giving becomes unexplainable. There is something speaking to them greater than what a man's word can say to them. It is the genetics of God's genius trying to find them. They become fearless. They don't, they're not scared of zero because they know they came from dust. And to dust they will return. So they understand that when you have breath, zero means nothing. The breath of the Almighty exists on the inside of you. I, I don't know. I've just got so much word that I want to speak tonight. But help me read this scripture. Get out. Now the Lord said to Abraham, mm -hmm. get out of your country, mm -hmm. from your family, and from your father's house. I look at these situations and say, if I was still in my father's house, there's no way you make a million and give it. But I hope you know how emphatic get out is. Get out from that culture. 
get out from the community that fathered you. You know street fathered some of us. So we don't know how to build relationships. We know how to crash every relationship. Because it was a boyfriend that fathered us. It was a relationship that fathered us. We don't know how to build credible partners, allies. Because we were fathered by certain communities, urban communities. We were fathered by entertainment, hip-hop culture. We were fathered. So it tells us to get out of the houses so that you can become the culture that fathers a generation. It says, get out of your father's house and go on. To a land that I will show you. Go to the country, the land that I will show you. He said, get out of your country. Leave your father's house. So, and go to a land that I will show you. I will do what? I know, Tisa. Uh-huh. The Lord had said to Abraham, yeah. leave your native country. Leave the native country. The place where you were birthed, but not by choice. You didn't choose to eat the food you eat. There was one day I was in my bed. And I started shivering. At that time, I'd been eating dark potatoes. Uh, what other thing does Pastor Taliba cook for me? Best chef in the world, by the way. Salmon, steak, tilapia, sea bass, lamb cutlets. Mad. The menu is mad. But then I was shivering in my, my bed one day. And I messaged Pastor Lysia and said, I'm not feeling well, but I know the remedy. <laughs> Go and order me a niche, pounded yam, meat. You know, you know, beef, assorted meat. Tell Nathaniel to drive there now, 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 now. A goosey. I need something where I can hold it. Where I can hold it. <laughs> and it doesn't take much chewing to swallow it. Do you understand? Just, just something. By the time I ate that food, huh? I think that's when we raised a million, you know. <laughs> there were certain foods. <laughs> Why did I use that? Because I was saying there were certain things that you were given, it was not choice. Your exposure was based on where you were born. We grew up in Stockwell, but we never journeyed to Mayfair. That's, Stockwell is like maybe 10 minutes down the road from Mayfair. Oh, no, yeah, 10 minutes either way. But we never ever journeyed to Mayfair because we were given our jurisdiction not by choice but by where we were born so for some of you tonight what I'm actually posing to you tonight is the question why why do you have the opinions that you have why do you think the way you think simply because somebody handed something to you and if you're truly going to become a national you're going to have to actually rip yourself from certain opinions the way parenting was done was done on the basis of what we would call African culture. In African culture, you do not greet with your left hand. It is rude. I don't know what has happened to the left hand. 
I don't know the story of left hand in African culture, but that bastard of a person has been through some stuff. It's a God on his own. I remember picking meat with my left hand when I was younger. And when you pick meat with your left hand, you just hear, Wah! why? Culture. You know, even your dad doesn't know why he's slapping you. It is just that it was handed down to him as a religion because culture is a religion. So God, if he's going to speak to Abraham, he's going to first of all have to tell him to get out of this religion called culture because I cannot be your God and you have another culture because the first thing I put into your life is a manifesto. A manifesto actually is the, the basis of a culture. When he tells you to dominate, that is the culture that Abba goes into the fintech bank with. She is a dominion person. So when God told him to be fruitful, he told him to have the culture of bearing fruit. It is a culture that when you enter into a business, I hope you know what you have done as a family. That means when you enter into a target, you overcome certain targets and break records. It's a culture. When you enter into a business, that business begins to prosper. It is a culture. When you enter into law, it is done differently. It's a culture. So what God was saying to Abraham was get out of a culture so that I can make you a culture God. Because what God does is when he enters into your life, he makes the kuni a culture. So you see what will happen is, over years, we will say this person resembles Kunle. Not because Kunle is around, but they will have his culture. They will have his expressions. So I realized what I took, when we took the word, we just took a culture. That's why it's nationalism. Nationalism is what? A culture. Cultures are birthed by ideologies. Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish. Imagine from the dust, God breathes on man and begins to give him the culture he will live by. So all Adam knew how to do was to multiply what he was given. All Adam knew how to do was to dominate his surroundings. But if Satan is going to stop the man of dominion from dominating, guess what he's going to have to do? He's going to have to come in with the word. He will use the constitution he was given to test him. Is not going to go outside of the word to subdue Adam. It is the same word you hear that will produce what will subdue you as well. Simply because what happened to Jesus when he went into the on top of the mountain, it was Satan coming to him to tempt him, to tempt him with the same word that God had been speaking over certain generations. So for you tonight, I'm wondering what is tempting you. Because also outside in the world, they have a word. It is that word of their culture that will also tempt you to try and come and bring a different kind of style into what is raising you. Don't use the world's word to try and sustain what God has raised. Say, so get out of your culture. You was reading something. 
leave your native country, uh -huh. your relatives, and your father's family, yeah. and go to the land that I will show you. I can't even get over this scripture. Go to the unknown. So if I'm journeying with a P. Kunle, a Pastor Emmanuel, a Pastor Kwame, a Pastor Ediemi, a Pastor Eboa, a, a Pastor Gifty, if I'm journeying, guess what? We're all going to a place we do not know. If we know that place, then it's not God. I don't know the policies that a Pastor Nasher will set. But it's not to know. It's to first of all go. Every time we give, it is saying, I'm coming. Men trained in households. So the minute every house is not pointing their men to word, and then you don't sit around the table and try to think about how you make money without speaking the word. Don't do it. Because you won't make anything. You all have tried business. Yes, it's easy to make 1K, 2K. But we're talking 100K, 1 mil. Do you know how to make that? It's a word. Look, I've seen men Look, there are men that have been in relationship with other men. I've seen men submit things to me. And I'm saying, why? Do you know what it is? They just see, I've, look, they just know I'm close to a PT. They know I'm close to the word. So it is only going to take, it's going to take time for me to convince you. It's almost like I'm presenting my case to you that there is nothing that forms us other than the word. It is the constitution of this nation. Nations thrive on whatever resource they have, except for Nigeria. I was in an Italian restaurant the other day. Just yesterday, actually. The guy walks up to me, said he wanted to do business today. Said, Nigeria is blessed by the gods. It's blessed by the gods. Said they're so I know he really want said they're oil rich, they have good weather, things grow there. Um, all kind of agriculture you can do there. But he said, then he said, oh, but they don't have light. <laughs> I said, this conversation is a conversation we have all day. I, I, I can't do this right now with you. Let me just eat my spaghetti in peace. Every nation, inflation in the UK is about to go through the roof right now. Why? War. With who? Russia. Why is it going to go through the roof? Russia's natural resource, oil, gas, products, um, produce. This is where, that's where UK imports from. All of a sudden, you see, when you cut that off, obviously, it creates scarcity. Scarcity makes the economy, it makes it more expensive to live. Simple. That's how it goes. But why am I saying that? Russia made a living from their resources. But what is the resource of the nation family? The word. My resource can't be everyday cosmetics. Everyday cosmetics resource is the word. Do you understand that? My resource can't even be Jade as a politician. I don't care if she has the budget. What put her there was the word. That is the resource. 
So what do you need to go do in your family houses? What do you need to go do across the nation? You need to have small hubs of the word. Set an arrowhead leadership over your houses. You know that the leader over the family is so and so, yes. But set an arrowhead leadership over your houses and speak the word. Because imagine not speaking what is the resource that gets your engine going. Then how do you, how do you eat? How do you trade with other nations? How do you intertrade with houses? It becomes different. It becomes difficult because you don't have the word. So when all other deals, imagine you can be at war with a country, but you know you still need their resource. <laughs> That's mad, right? That's how powerful resource is. So no matter how much I want to be at war with a Kwame, there's a word that binds us together. It's easy to fight your sister or your brother when you don't have a word. You know, look, you can tell, look, you can tell when somebody is going low on word because there's a lot of fight and argument in their mouth. Their word level is low. They're bringing back in the culture of the world because they're making little stipends. When you go to war, it is the word that you hold. I can't continue this. I might do this privately tomorrow. This is my public broadcast, but I can't continue this today. I'll do this privately tomorrow in a private broadcast, maybe about 10 p.m. Let's finish this. What does he say about Abraham? I will make you a great nation. Go on. I will make you a great nation. I will make you what? So you see, can I blast this home quickly? The problem with most people in our communities, they were they were taught to be individuals. Sam was taught to be Sam. He was taught that his economy is his own. Listen. The other day, we needed to raise some money. I turned to Pastor Emmanuel, Pastor Kunle. I said, you see your watch? You see your watch? Bring it. Raise some good money with those watches as well, you know. You know why? If you're going to learn nation building, the first thing you learn is that you don't have anything that is your own. It's, there's nothing like, I bought this. You bought, if you bought it, you should know that the nation can call for it. Then remove your watch. Why? So, because when then the nation's spoils come from war, why then do you line up? Why then do you get a bit of the spoils? Because in the time when you didn't have to, in the time when nobody said that you had to, you did. You proved your patriotism or you proved your die-heartedness for your nation. It's past Christianity. This now diabolical stuff. That's why I say to people, if I need to be sleeping in my car tomorrow, I will sleep there and sleep there fine. I've Look, there are some things that I thought of worst outcomes that I'm fine to take. I've already thought about it. I'm not here for the nation to benefit me, even though it will. 
I'm here to nation build. And that's what I'm calling the Connect family and the family capital too. It's good. You should show what you need to show. But you see the wiring in this kind of heart. And you can tell I'm ready to have heart-to-heart -heart talk now. The wiring in this kind of heart is saying to you that this is beyond you having a freaking good career. It's not about your career. It's not about what becomes of your life. What this is about is a culture. A culture that children will grow up in and will be better off because Abba was a CEO. You see that CEO, let me tell you, it's a, it's a good thing, but it's a marriage. You see that marriage, it comes beyond before husband. You don't understand. It is, a, it is a position I took because of a nation. God told Abraham to take a position. Leave your father's house. Take a stand. Enter into this culture for real. I'm sorry, there are certain things at times when we are facing eviction that still never got paid because seed needed to be paid. I'm sorry, it is a stand I took. So I was telling one of my parents today, I was saying to her, look, I don't want to hear about anything. I've got a fire going on in my heart. So don't tell me about no war going on anywhere because there's a war taking place on the inside of me right now. And if you can't respect that, then I'm sorry, I'm going to have to cut ties with you for now. Because unfortunately for you, you've caught me at a wrong time. It's not relaxed mode. It is a time where I'm taking a stand for my nation. I'm a nationalist. So at every point when there's a seed, there's something on the inside of me that tells me that it's just not my giving. This is more than a giving. This is the building of a nation. Some of you will marry. You will have children. At that point, you have to understand who sets the culture for these people. There's a war going on right now. Culture is speaking loud. There's the culture of money men speaking loud. There's the culture of F-boys speaking loud. But there's also the culture of the nation speaking loud. So when you hear people talking about influential or influencers, you have to realize that Jessica Acker becomes the new template for every 20-year-old. You don't understand that. And that is what we're fighting for. So I can't hold my money in my pocket when I'm fighting for an Acker to continue hear the word, to continue to hear the word that is framing her and making her do something with her resources that young people don't usually do. What about a Teresa Boyle or a Sandra or whoever else I can speak of from the Connect and the Capital family that will have no other option but to turn to giving because they understand the policies of nation building. What about a national in the place of policy making, in the secret places of government that can see policies within the nation that will be able to impact a, of another nation? These are the things that we speak of. So when you call yourself a nationalist, why? I know some of you are listening to me tonight. You can look at all the brothers around. People say, well, you helped all these guys. So I didn't help them with nothing. I didn't help them. I didn't help. Look, the people that have, you know, the, I realized something. The more you help people, the, more, the less they arise. Everybody that has risen, just ris rose privately in a, their corners. faced what they needed to face and became what they needed to become. 
So I'll continue tomorrow and talk about the advancement during wartime. But he said, he took a stand. And God said, I will make you. So if it's not collective, and that doesn't, you know, that's not the borrowing of money. He said, oh, this is my best brother. He's your best brother because he borrows you. How many people have you borrowed money to that they've risen and done anything? What made us? What made us? You know that time when you needed to pay something and there was no way out and you didn't pay it? That time on the phone when you were being abused by somebody because you owed them money and you couldn't pay them back. You know what that does to you, right? Some of you need to feel that thing. Let's see if you'll be broke. But why? But the difference was why we decided. We didn't do it to go and live a, our best lives. We brought it to the word. We look. If we we had certain debts that we couldn't pay, and it looked like where are we gonna rise from from here. But we, we, we were in the word. PT was wiring some mad word into us. You left that workplace and you felt like you could take everything on. When you were at your lowest, it was the word that you got into and it began to rekindle something in you. I don't know if anybody else has been like that. When you thought there was no comeback, there was no comeback, you were backed into a corner. Every pressure was on top of you. And then all of a sudden you get into the word atmosphere and it was like, what are you even worrying about? If you became fiercer because of the word. Maybe PT was preaching about David and his men in the backside of the desert with 400 problems. So if I'm looking at many of you sitting down tonight, I'm saying that what you become is actually inside of those problems that you keep thinking that you're, you're afraid of. Their culture has made you afraid of problems because your parents and the things that are around you have taught you that these things are so bad. So I said to Abba today, I, no, I was saying to her all over the week, I said, let's see what they can do. You resign from a job, now they want to bring up all kind of dirt. Outside activities, this, that and the other. Are you in breach of policy? I said, let's see. Let's see. By the time they write, oh, um, Normally, we would have taken certain action, but we decided that we're not going to continue. Fool, jokers. Of course you're not going to continue. You know why you're not going to continue? Because you have set a system where people are afraid because you give them stipends. That's not this generation. So if Toro is in a firm for now, she's not there as a beggar. She's passing through. Maybe she only went there so that she can establish Law City as a business partner. Your spies in certain lands, but not tonight. I hope you've heard the word tonight. I'm just angry. I'm really, really angry. Not angry at anybody. I'm just saying that he said he will make a nation. So I see a Jade and a Rouge sitting next to, next to each other. I see a politician that when she's looking about, about for how to feed a nation, there's a city welfare right in front of her. That is what is happening in this house. But what does it 
what does it take place to do? What do, what do we need to continue doing? We need to continue wording. When there's no seed, when there's no souls, there's the word. When there's no business, when there's no money making, there's the word. What, where did all this money making, where did seeds, where did souls come from? The word. So why do we continue in this place? Look, I don't care how it look. I'm about, look, I'm about 100 bags up just on my clothes right now. I'm just being honest with you. But let me tell you something. Where did that come from? Not from the normal transportation vehicle. The waters. It's not from that. So don't ever grow out of the culture of the word. Don't do it because you know that you know that you will play to. The minute, look, I have to just get this message home. Even me, sometimes, look, I can be doing target work. But I can feel it when the word is going low. When I need to just stop and pause and just do word. I can feel it. Like, I can feel it in my bones. I need to hear something that is going to make me, to give me energy for the next push. That's what we're going to do this week. You see, every house, this is what I'm establishing this week. Every house, household names, millionaire houses, that's what they have to be. I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to hear 5K, 10K. I don't want to hear those numbers. It's good. But I don't want to hear it. I had a group call with the guys today. I said, listen, next thing we do by June, yeah, is 10 mil a month. Minimum. There's nothing I've ever said. I hope you lot are hearing me. I've never said it and it's not happened. That's just my grace connected to PT. That I, I just, look, I said last month, last year I said, well, I want to be making a mil a month by accident. I just said it. By accident, I just said it. A mill a month came. I said, oh, a mill a month. Mm, let's do a mill a week. By accident, we started making a mill a, wheel, a, mill a week. By accident. Someone said, okay, where is it? I said, I don't know. I don't know. All I have, all I have to me is, is that small car I drive outside and, uh, and this bungalow of my room that I have in, inside. It's war. We only advance. But remember what I said to you. The best time you operate is when you sense danger. Some of you, when you sense danger, that's when you know your leader. <laughs> Have you seen when somebody messages you when you're in danger? Oh my God. You say, wow, I didn't know our relationship was like this. Call every two minutes. Bah, sir, sir, this and this. Oh, sir, I've communicated with them. They're saying X, Y, Z. Boom. I say, okay, go back and say this. Oh, sir, this is what they said. Okay, go back and say it. I said, wow. Imagine you lived your life like this. You might be quite prosperous. Danger. So I realized why God will never allow us to be comfortable. I was saying to one of the leaders just the other day, I said, yes, I can. You don't understand. We make a lot of money. 110%. But call is dragging me. I'm not comfortable. I'm not I'm not comfortable at all. I'm not. I've, trust me, 
you can look at me today and you can, I'm, I don't lack. If I want to go and buy something, I can. But I'm not, I'm not at ease at all. There's something calling. And each house, each nation, each family must understand that there's a call pulling us. A call of assignment. I think there's a generational call and we're in the prime position. I think what is calling us is influence. That's what I think is calling us. I think we're primely positioned to actually influence a generation. And God has got us at the edge of our seats. Got some of us standing with sword in our hand. I don't know why men are just popping up to us and saying, we're ready for you. The nations are ready for you. Nation family, connect family. So I want to see some rise up. I said to Trendy today, I want to hear people talk about soul winning. I want to see people rise up and win souls like never before because you are the influencers of this generation. You are the leaders of this new culture. It is you. So I'm not trying to influence you and give you another word. I want to tell you your state as nationalists. Nationalists that belong to nationalism. It is you. So we're not going to hide in our houses, in our big mansions. That is for training. But when we finish training, when we finish hearing what we do is we go out and we influence. Abba will tell a story. No gold man can tell me to not tell Abba to tell her damn story. It is her story to tell. They never raised you from Brixton. You were raised by the word. It is not EY's story to tell. You are a benefit to EY. They're not a benefit to you. Your story is the one to tell because the word raised you and I need you to go out there with all kind of force. When I meet the top F boy, they bow to me because I have the word. You may have money. I have the word. The word will have lost what is in your own hand. Do you understand that? It will have lost it. A Josephine right at the back. She's the biggest influencer. Look, all these guys, they don't have what it takes to rise up in the middle of the night and change a young man and a young woman's life. They can take a picture for and be endorsed by all these kind of brands. But you are the ones that if a man needs changing, you have a word for them. And that's what I ask you to hold on to tonight as a nationalist. Connect. Are you ready for next level of resources? of soul winning and all the nation family I know I'm not just talking to the connect I'm talking to the whole family but I talk to you from a war mode position from a mobilization position so don't just try to figure out how to raise the finances for the targets we have this month no speak even if it's you and one person I don't care if it's you and your admin just talking speaking to each other and saying we're going to raise this we're going to do this because the word has called for it. It's an assignment. I don't, I don't know if you understand call and assignment. When call calls, nothing can stand in its way. You know that there will be people that have resources that belong to you in their hand. And that is, with, that is how you wage war. So don't befriend somebody that is supposed to bring resources to you. You take your position and stand in the word, the culture of the word, and you begin to lead people the way you're meant to lead them. So tonight, as I speak to you as a family, I ask you, stand up. Take your positions. This is the new culture gods. This family, nation family. So we're going to sing that song. I think it's surrender. We're ready for a new season tonight. I speak you 
into a new season as a family. Forget what you've heard. This is Ariel Leno sitting in front of me. There is no artist out there that's better than you. Trust me. No celebrity. Look, we thought these celebrities made more money than us until we started really showing them what money making is. I'm telling you. So now you're going to look at the celebrities and look, I, look, there's no footballer in this country that makes more money than me. How? They made 500k a week. We make M's a week. Do you understand that? From Croydon, from prison. So how are you going to tell me that there's something better in the, than the word in this country or in the nations? It's, we got to be ready to tell our people from all the leaders, tell your people, you're the best though. Why are you looking up to that person? It's you. Rise up and influence. You have something in you. If I show you my DMs today, from Snap to Instagram, you will know that it's us. It's us that, it's, it's we that get this city. You watch a man take this city with nothing. It is the story. This is our Bible. This is what we read. I watched Jade mobilize 300 people in Creighton as a 19 years old 19 year old I saw a pastor Ebo not, not retaliate that his brother is dead but rise up and actually then begin to make noise in a city to young men that look no listen you don't understand some of these young men are not in this nation at the moment but some of them have graduated with first class from university what are you talking about this was because somebody decided to make a world outside of their own brother dying. So this is the nation that has been created. And when I speak to you, I speak to you to say, get more hungry. Get more thirsty for the word. Why? Because that, was, that is what is going to make everyday cosmetics, everyday fit, take over Zara. Do you understand? I said we don't stop until that becomes the Zara in this nation. But how do you stay hungry? Simply by keep on taking the war words in. It is the word that will make us the new culture of this nation. Are you ready for this season? If you are, lift up your hands and worship God. Go for it.
want you to worship tonight. I'm going to ask you for something in just a moment. So worship. Second Corinthians chapter 9. I want you to write a target for Abib right now. Your target. I want to know you more. I want to know you more. I surrender. I surrender. I want to know you more. I want to know you more. I want you to write your target. It's Abib. I want some of you to break your, your fear tonight. Telling one of the sisters a long time ago, said, Listen, nothing can happen to you. It's not possible. Until you recognize that everything about our lives is God writing a story. I don't think you understand, and I'm going to take my time to say it. I was living in Soul House after being evicted from Bromley. Was I not upstairs? Nothing can happen to you. After that, you became a millionaire. What can really happen? Except that which God is writing. So I understand what it means to be a national. It is to hand over the pen. Trying to coordinate my life could not work. Though it's too late, I've heard the word. The word has found root. 
I was living in my brother's house. And you know what that only taught me? It taught me that, listen, I can have a million today and I can be broke tomorrow and I can still have somewhere to live. I didn't look at that as a bad thing. It means I can never be homeless because of what I built. If I need to, I will pack my bags and go move into Valiant House because we did the madness. What's the worst that can happen? What's the worst? Nothing can happen because we built a nation. God has built a nation. He said, won't you be embarrassed as a leader? I said, my people know me. My people know me. I won't be embarrassed as a leader. My people know me. They know my seasons. They know that peace will do what it takes for the nation. Have we not done what it takes for every life in front of us without asking? Without, without, needing to, without needing to prove a point, without ever coming to say that we've done. I know people who've abused me and then they come to their senses, then they need money. And I've told Mimi, send them the, the, the money. I know. How much more can I speak of all the other leaders online watching today? How much more can I speak of a Pastor Kunle? Why am I taking time to say this to you tonight? Because the fire that dwells in this heart is the fire that would dwell in all of you. It's, it's a fire of saying, it is a reckless abandonment. There's nothing that life can give me. I came here to give life something. So I now understand when Jesus said, I came that they may have life. You are here that a generation might have life. I might have it more abundantly. So if I need to sleep on the floor in a Pastor Kunle's house, then I will. You know why? Because I know what I carry on the inside of me. And when it meets what it needs to meet, it will give life to everything around it. Do you understand that? So if a trendy has a house today, the house of unity, it is because something is losing life and she will ooze life to others. So as we sit tonight, I want you to actually hold your, your, your nation building target in your hand. If you are a nation builder, I want you to write your nation building target and say, God, I'm ready to really make a statement as a national tonight. This is my statement this month. It is my nationalism, nation building seed. That's what it is. So as I worship tonight, I want you to worship alongside me. I've looked at Pastor Jane. I've said, look, what would you be afraid of? Your kids not having somewhere to live? How? If you don't have a house tomorrow, you'll come live here. There's nothing that stops us from taking risks for this nation. Because everything we need, God has given it to us. So I want us to lift up our voices tonight. It's a word time. It's a word madness. It's a madness. It's time. It's time, guys. A lot of you, as we worship tonight, every fear that, 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 that holds, holds people bound, it will break tonight. It's going to be tonight. You know why? Because you're going to move into the next level. A lost city will just think of a madness next. I don't, it will, when you think it, it will scare you about what you're going to do next. A jade, a, a policy maker, they will think of a madness next. This is, you will start thinking of think tanks. Think tanks that will govern nations. It's not money making schemes. It's thoughts and policies. You will highlight the nation in it. That is what is going to happen next. I hope you're ready for this season. All right, have you written your target? Then let's worship God. 
Oh yes, that's right. Pick it up. Down on my knees That's right. Surrendering. Surrendering all. Surrendering. Pick it up. Pick it up. Listen, let me say something. Let me talk to Family Capital quickly. Everybody in that Family Capital, right? You know what your job is? To make the bank work. You don't need a job. Obviously, you sow your seed. You know what your job is? Make that bank work. If you need to go to local businesses, right? You need to go and get local businesses signed up. It is family capital, all the young people there. Family capital from your Terry's to your Roy's. It's not just to be carrying Abba's food. Go and make that bank work. Go and do sign-ups. Go to those local businesses from the Kwanzas. Go and get local businesses signed up to that bank. When, when Zuriel first started, was it not Connect that made it work? Go and make that bank work. That's what you do. So you go sign up local businesses. Give yourself 100 local business target every week. You go and sign local businesses up. That is how a leader leads. They'll tell them, this is what I'm doing. You make it work with me. Then from that basis, you speak the word. I don't think you understand what David was doing in the wilderness. David had 400 men and he was teaching them that one day I will be king. Until then, your job is to make sure we have food. God. Family capital becomes the, that becomes the back office of the fintech bank. Then you know you have young um, um, young people that are bankers. What are they bankers? They first start in the recruitment department of that bank. Then they grow to become bankers in that bank. That's how it works. You start in the recruitment office. The stories that a Terry must be able to tell is the story of soul winning, is the story of soul seed sowing, but also the story that in one day, I recruited 50 clients for this FinTech bank that Pastor Abel leads. That is pastoring. I don't need a pastor to teach me the Bible. I need a pastor to teach me how to recruit. This is wartime. You make that bank work in your era of CEO. So many of you, from everyday cosmetics to all of you who have a business, employ. Throw balls. Employ somebody. Give them 1K a month. Let's see if you don't make business. Let's see if you don't make money. You're doing it safely in your house, in your, on your own terms, thinking that will grow steadily. Get yourself in trouble. Raise people, bring them, bring them in your business now because you are the light of the world, right? You are the influence that people have been waiting for. Bring them in your business. As a young 16-year-old national, um, Shewa is there. She goes to school, right? And why isn't she not employed by an everyday cosmetics? Learning how to do e-commerce from a young age. Then you will have money makers among you. Isn't that what I did with some of you? 
until you sold your own 50k? If a Pastor Lennox is not making 10, 20k a month now, how is he making 10, 20k a month? Simple. It's somebody that took him and dared to put him in a position. When we didn't have, what did we do? We spoke the word to each other. That's what I'm telling you to do. Get yourself into trouble. Take the whole of family capital. They can't just hail you as queen of banking. No, they, if you're the queen of banking, it's because they made you queen. David's men made him king. <laughs> oh my days. Sharif wants to be a trader, right? Let him start on the recruitment floor of a bank. And that goes to all the family businesses. If you're going to really raise soldiers, you will word and work. Nehemiah, sword and brick, sword and stone, word and work. This family, this capital house, what happens? I speak the word. The office is over there. We made a mill. That is what I'm charging you to go back in. Every house from Valiant House must have an office. Every house must have an office where it works. If you're a wife of a, of a husband, open up an office. Open up an office. Work with people. I'm amped, man. I'm amped. I'm amped. I'm amped. That's right. Go for it.